is passionate about cars with Steve Kennard, teaching drivers how to survive the world of modern motoring and imparting wisdom to the next generation of motor technicians. Tell us what we're looking at, a Mazda? That's a, a Mazda RX-7, 19... That one there is about an 80... Get my brain right. Yeah, it's an 85 model. The, the story behind the car, really, the car's due its MOT. It came in for its MOT, uh, and it's failed on corrosion and headlights. Now, the headlights are... Um, it's the actual reflectors that, that have gone. So there's nothing you can do with them except replace them. Now, we've we got prices on the new replacement lights but they're like uh, from the dealer or from an RX-7 specialist you know the guy was facing a bill of uh, nearly £500 just to replace two headlights so, mm. so of course he's, he's sort of is that of, because they were Mazda reflectors? yeah it's got the Mazda name on it mm. but but uh, that coupled with the uh, it's got some welding needs doing underneath and it had a cracked windscreen so by the time you sort of work the bill out with the age of the car uh, and I know the guy loves the car even though it is let's say long past its uh, sell-by date he, he does love the car I and mean, we, we, we have sort of like um, done work on his car for some time mm. but uh, you know with those headlights situation the, the deciding factor there he, was, was the cost of the headlights so we, we just sort of said to him we'll see what we can do to save you some money on the lights and we managed to find a couple of um, other reflectors from a different model uh, to fit in there at um, Less than £100 for the two and the fitting to modify oh, it. That's a heck of a lot cheaper, isn't it? So it's, it's saved him over £400. So, so we explained that to him and he said, OK, fine. Well, in that case, we'll give the car another year's lease of life. So, great, fine. Next thing, get the windscreen company and do the windscreen. They pulled the windscreen out mm-hmm. and we've then found that uh, the cancerous rust is on the pillars yeah. behind the glass and that's actually caused the screen to crack let's have a look at that because that's quite um, yeah that's it's bad. quite uh, well, extensive got, isn't it this rust yeah, yeah. it is pretty bad um, but wow. it's totally covered over you cannot see it yeah. because the, the edges of the screen do have trims that cover over so you can't actually see the pillars so just for the listeners this is basically the, the, the bits that go up the side of your windscreen that you can't normally see yeah um, are completely rusted almost rusted out in places yeah, this is, this is what they call the main A-post, mm. the, the pillars, the windscreen pillars. Um, it's all part of the main A-post, which go down into the uh, hinge panels. Right. Um, so it's quite a, um, a strength structure of the, uh, the actual car itself. You know, it's quite a, a strong point on the car. Yeah. But because it's got the, uh, these trims that cover you know you cannot see and the crack in the screen could just have been where something had come up and hit it and the crack spread mm. so so you never know and it was only when the windscreen company took the screen out that we found all these rust holes behind it so we're now got to get back in touch with the guy and say well the money we've saved you on your headlights mm. it looks like it's going to cost you a bit to get these pillars sorted yeah before we can get the screen company to put a new screen in it because uh, sure. you can't put a windscreen in with the rust behind you know the, these bonded screens uh, they, what, you can't bond to rust I mean mm. it, it's impossible and even if they did it wouldn't last five minutes the new screen would crack probably in a matter of weeks now Steve you mentioned bonded screen and I can see there's that black sort of rubbery stuff all yeah. around it is that a feature of the older car or more modern cars do they not have that no, or are they still bonded most, most new cars or most modern cars have bonded screens in nowadays you know mm. uh, it's very rare you come across a car now that is actually held in with a rubber right 
like on, on the older cars you, you had a rubber that, that went around the edge of the uh, glass mm. that then sat into the uh, window aperture mm. and you see them there with bits of string pulling the screen in tapping it banging it pulling it and get the screen set in mm. well nowadays it's a case of uh, they're bonded they use like a like a, a rubberized bonding agent yeah um, and you can see it there this, this yeah. is the old yeah, it's like rubber basically isn't it that's right yeah it, it is it's, it's almost like rubber in a tube you know that they'll yeah. put around the screen you know around the screen aperture and then they'll lay the, the new screen on it mm. and um, ideally you need to leave it for probably an hour or two before you move the car mm. to let the bonding um, set Sure. And then when it comes to taking a screen out, you have to use a, a blade as an angle blade they use to get in behind it to cut it out. Right. Which is where you can see there, the actual cut mark is this sort of right angle blade that they sure. put in yeah. with a handle on it and they pull it around and it, it cuts the screen out. Right, Steve, so um, so what are we going to have to do here then to fix this? Well, what we've got to do, first of all, is obviously grind uh, the rust out. We need to grind the rust out. We've got like, like any sort of repair. You know, you can't weld to rust, mm. uh, and, and you can't leave it in there because it will just spread. Yeah. It, it is what we call like a cancer. It will spread. So you've got to grind it out, cut it out, go back to good metal. Mm-hmm. And usually most rust holes, um, what you can actually see as a visible hole, you can probably double it or even treble it sure. by the time you go back to try and find yourself some good some metal good to metal. weld to. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we'll cut that out and we'll grind it out, and then we'll put some plates in there to mm-hmm. build that up. And just uh, literally sort of weld it in. Uh, because it's shaped, we'll then grind it down again. Is it a weld, weld grind? It, weld grind. grind. Yeah. yeah, basically Almost like that. sculpture. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. ra- rather than putting any sort of like fiberglass or filler, mm. which again uh, will swell up over a period of time, you know, mm. once the weather gets to it. So, you know, we, we prefer to do it the proper way. Put some metal in, build it up. Because again, being there on the pillars, and because it's a st- structural part of the car, yeah, really needs to be strong. You know, in the event that this car, let's say, sort of flipped on its lid, yeah, this would just collapse this front sure, end. Sure, yeah, absolutely. you know, the roof would just come straight yeah. in. Whereas uh, if these pillars were pretty strong, then that would help protect the driver because yes. obviously the driver's head's just underneath there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so it's quite a you know a, a, a strong part of the car, which really needs to be. Um, the strength put back in it's not a case of cover the holes we need to put the strength back and once we've done that we can then get the windscreen company to come along and uh, and bond the new screen in yeah and that'll be as good as new again yeah absolutely for another year so is there a motto here Steve <coughs> is, there a, is, is, is there a motto mm. or something that someone can do to maybe prevent this if, if, um, is it possible to prevent it's, this it's very difficult to prevent you know I mean you know if, if, if you sort of look at the combination you've got a, a car here that's uh uh, over 20 was it about 23 years old yeah, now yeah so we've got a 23 year old car and if you put that and uh throw the british weather into the equation and the salt air down here on the coast add metal to it it's a recipe for corrosion yeah and it and it happens uh, and, and on these older cars particularly back in the early 80s you know they they didn't have such a good sort of uh, rust protection system mm. built into the cars that's why the older cars didn't seem to sort of last well I mean if you look at cars of today mm. you, you don't very often see cars even like eight nine year old cars of today with that much rust showing because the the, uh, the actual protection from the factory is that much better 
So if you if you're looking to buy old cars, yeah, which a lot of people do. I mean, I like the old cars. I like the character of the old cars. You like Cadillacs, don't you, Steve? Mm, yeah, I I do like Cadillacs, <laughs> uh, but I also like Ford 1600s. Uh, okay, they're quite a nice basic sort of car, and they they got a bit of character. Mm. But but with all cars, the older cars particularly, they all have their little Achilles heels, mm. and there are certain areas that um, corrosion tended to be. Uh, I, I, I say probably a weak point on the actual design of the car. You know, mm. you, you'll get certain cars where the re- rear wheel arches would rust out. Yeah. Uh, and then you get other cars where it would be the front scuttles, which is just underneath the windscreen. Right. And you'll get other cars where it would be the front um, wings yeah. and things like that. So Is that just to do with the shape of the car and where water would collect? And yeah, I mean, usually it's, it, it's down to... Um, water trap areas or even where seams come together and at the factory they haven't really either got the seam together right or it's allowing the elements to get in there's not enough protection got into the the seam or the seam sealer that they sometimes use hasn't been applied properly you know so so you end up with like weak parts of the car that tended to corrode regular sort of corrosion spots so if you're looking to buy an old car do your homework first Mm -hmm. And just, just do a bit of research and find out where these cars tended to suffer rust problems. Yes. And then, it, and then you, you've got that bit of knowledge. When you go to look at a car, yep. you can then have a look at, at these particular areas. Gently pry off the windscreen and have a look underneath. <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, you know, <laughs> this sort of thing is just its one of those things. Yeah. But, but perhaps you could sort of just lift the edges of the trims and have a good, oh, careful yes, look. yes. Because you might see the edges of some rust, might you? Yeah, and yes. if, if there's one or two telltale signs, then um, you know it might be advised to steer clear because you could mm. be buying a, a whole sort of uh, bucket, as we call sure, them. Sure, absolutely, know? yeah. So, so yeah, it's just do a bit of research, uh, find out where the weak part, parts are on the car, and then uh, go and have a look and see. You know. Well, Steve, thank you very much. Hopefully this car will be back on the road in, in fine fettle in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. But, uh, Steve Kennard from First Class Garage, thank you very, very, very much indeed. A, very, a slightly hoarse Steve Kennard, mm. I must say. Mm. Thank you very much indeed. Thanks for listening to Passionate About Cars. Passionate About Cars is brought to you by First Class Garage at www.1stclassgarage.com dot co dot uk